Hey guys, it is Jordan. Before we get to the podcast, we've heard from you and we have heard consistently that you're looking for like-minded individuals. So we want to invite you to the Speak Truth Without Fear community. All you got to do is click the link in the description. I give you a nice tour of our new platform. It's pretty dope. Also, next Wednesday, we got our community event. All you got to do is go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com slash community meeting to register. We're excited. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Today, we're going to have two special guests. Uh, You definitely know one of them because he's every single Monday night on the Speak Truth Without Fear Instagram live. He's always on. We got conservative and in the house. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Uh, It's always good to have Anthony um, and, and then today, Ross the Boss, he is on baby duty. He is busy. He just had a newborn kid. He's like, bro, today is just not gonna happen. Uh, so when you can't, when that. you can't get Ross, you call conservative aunt and you really, you just, sorry, Ross, you don't lose. You really don't lose. Like we're, we're still no, good. <laughs> you have two comedic conservative friends that like bounce off each other. So we pick up each other's slack. It, it is so true. We're, I am blessed. I'm blessed to have them both as friends and in the battle, in the fight. Um, if you, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows who Conservative Ann is, but if you don't, you got to check him out on TikTok. His videos are the best. He recently, which had 750,000 followers, just got wiped clean from TikTok. But he still has a backup, and he's still at what? He's now, now you're at 150. You're, you're climbing back up there. Yeah, pretty I'm back quick. at two. It's cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm back cool. at 200K. Um, <laughs> And then we got Josh in the house, which um, Josh is a fireman, uh, paramedic. I think I hope I said that right. Um, and we are going to be interviewing him in about 20 minutes, which I'm so excited to have him. He was on our Instagram live show on Tuesday night. And so we're going to hear all his story in about 20, 25 minutes. But before we get to it, because I mean, again, we are doing this. And the reason why we're having Josh on on Wednesday, we had Angela on, which if you have, if you have not heard that podcast, you need to hear it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> those background vo- vocals, Anthony, who's that screaming? At the <laughs> they all heard you. <laughs> Sorry. Man, we're, no, we're keeping this in. We're keeping this in. We're live, baby. We're live. Uh, tell conservative Barbie and the whole squad right now. Anthony's out of town, right? You're out of town yes, right now. I'm so out of you town, are, yes. you are at someone else's studio and they got you all set up. But with that being said, let's get into the news because man. Yeah. Just I, to touch base, just to real quick before we go, go on to that. Please. Um, it's, it's super awesome that we've been doing the heroes to fire, Fired. um, all week long. People are super hyped about it. And the reason why they're hyped about it is there's a lot of opportunity coming from all of these amazing men and women that yes. have um, are are the true heroes, and they're getting um, you know <laughs> stomped on by the uh, liberal media and CDC and everybody else. So I love this. It's connecting people. Yeah, we're getting their stories out. So this is great. This is no, awesome. It's been it's been incredible. I mean, we've talked to teachers, nurses. You know, yeah. Josh Fireman. Um, we yet yeah, last night seventh grade teacher 
just grad, just finished, got his master's degree at St. John's or St. Joseph's out of, out of Queens. He just got hired a month ago. He's worked his butt off. He's passionate about math. He got hired by the New York uh, Department of Education, a public school, started a month ago. He got denied his religious exemption. And in this religious exemption, he even states, like he says, like he knew that he knew his, he knew his rights and he knew his stuff. Cause he even quoted like, Hey, MC here, you know, religious exemption, because there is abortion fetuses being used in these vaccines, which we're about to talk about because now the conspiracy, it's not a conspiracy anymore. They can't put the title of it's a conspiracy. No, we have. We got the receipts now. We got the Ooh, receipts thanks to receipts. Project. I, I love it. <laughs> except when you do your taxes. You're like, damn it. I got to have yeah. all these damn receipts. Yeah, right. <laughs> except when it comes to taxes. Yeah. But everything else, I, I, I love the receipts. You know, Jack Posobiec, yeah. known for having receipts. Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, known for having receipts. But before we get to the Veritas story, the big story that happened even before last night, this Facebook whistleblower. And... This is all connecting, and there's a reason why I want to talk about this before we get to this Veritas leak. And the reason why is, I, I just want to paint a picture, Anthony. We have this Frances Haugen, or Hugin, whatever her last name is, out of nowhere. She's a, I want, like, middle-of-the-line manager at Facebook, all right? She gets, she becomes a member of the Civic Integrity Team of 2020, Okay, so she's not like this. She's a regular manager at Facebook. Right. And then what ends up happening? She gets this 60-minute interview. Two days later, boom. She Oh, by the way, she starts a Twitter this month of October. Starts a Twitter a couple, new, t- couple days ago. Just created it. Yeah. Gets verified instantly. Of course. Then is on 60 Minutes. Yeah. Mainstream press, then two days later, is speaking in front of Congress. And now, right. hold on, now she's doing a tour and she's going to Europe in front of Parliament and the UK and she is going to give the same thing. Now, at first, because I want to get your reaction, I know you're like ready, you're ready to go. At first, everyone was like, oh, yes, we got a Facebook whistleblower. Listen, the moment that you knew that she was going on 60 Minutes and mainstream media was just salvinating over this girl and Congress and the Democrats were all about this whistleblower, but they haven't been about any other whistleblower in the past five years, including the last one that came from Facebook at Project Veritas. Crickets from from mainstream media. So I knew something was up. What was your, yeah, what's your reaction to this so far? I mean, Cause I mean, did you buy into it at first? No, no. When I, so when I saw this and then the whole convenience of Facebook and Instagram going down and then they got this lady speaking, I'm like, Hmm, I don't know about that. What people don't realize is right now what they're focused on is censorship. So she came in and she wanted to be the whistleblower for bullying, kids bullying and kind of geared it towards the fact that it needs to be even more censored. Well, who is that going to, who is, who are they actually trying to censor here? They're not trying to censor. I guarantee her cause she was blue check verified guarantee. <laughs> oh, Barack Obama is not going to be censored. I'm, I'm so sure. Glad he just brought up Barack Obama. <laughs> I'm sure Lord Fauci is definitely not going to be censored in this whole situation. Right? So, <laughs> 
so you you have all these all these guys playing together again and you're exactly right the media salivating over it. they yeah. love this they're like ooh juicy we're going to send her to parliament she's going to go across i mean <laughs> i'm like sick to my stomach well you're about to get sicker all right you're about to get sicker are you are you ready for this <laughs> so Jordan. she she comes on the scene again we already painted the picture yesterday national National Pulse has now reported that she 100% of her donations last year in the elections went to the Democratic Party, including the individual campaign of AOC, the squad. Like you don't get <laughs> you don't get any more left, extreme left. She <laughs> You don't get any more left than the squad. So this girl that is, hold on, she, but her story though, AOC, her story is, oh my gosh, conservative aunts. I cried because I lost a friend, a conspiracy theorist, and this is why I wanted to get involved because my friend, I lost him to the toxic, masculinely, I can't even say it right, Toxic conspiracies, and this is why I wanted to become a part of the civic integrity team of 2020 that also was responsible for the deleting of the New York Post on Twitter and the censoring of the Hunter Biden story that happened. Do you remember that story? We all do. Absolutely. She was leading the team that censored and stopped it and deleted it all on Facebook. This is the girl. But she, but she's the one that Congress is like, oh, we have a whistleblower. Do uh, you mean the same Hunter Biden who has uh, who's selling five hundred thousand dollar paintings right now? <laughs> yes, that, that that same Hunter Biden. Just making sure I had it. Same guy. Okay. They don't even look good. They, Bro, like, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is you have elites, and 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 I. I, I hate to get graphic here, but they're like these liberals are like, oh yeah, Hunter Biden's <laughs> videos. Oh, I love it. Oh, Joe Biden, yeah, this is great. Like, oh, we have to wear four masks. Oh, I love this. Like, I, govern me, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, like govern me. Oh yeah, you want? Oh, if I make six hundred dollars in PayPal, you want to tax me? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like. Where are these people fucking sitting, bro? Like, where are they at right now? Like, are they on crates in the middle of a living room, like, passing around a bong? Uh, they I, have to be because... I mean, if they're with Hunter, they're, it's actually not probably a bong. It's probably crack. a crack pipe. <laughs> it's a crack pipe, bro. With Obama's, with Obama's daughter. Daughter. Oh my gosh! And, and they're like, like "Oh, it's it's, it's 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 just Obama's daughter. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal." Oh my god! I know, right? It's okay. It's okay. It's this is normal. Yeah. This is it, again. They want to make this make us feel that this is normal. That the right. president. Right. Anyways, we could talk about. I mean, that we can go into some yeah, things. Josh, about. in case you don't know my type of content, I am. Uh, I'm a. Com- what Comedian. would you even? Yeah, but like I'm satire. I'm yeah, oh, I'm extreme. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony, I appreciate Anthony. Whenever he comes on speech for that, but he really holds back like seventy percent. 
just because oh. yeah yeah he's holding back so Catch much. me on the street there's no community <laughs> guideline violations <laughs> speaking of community guidelines i got flagged by facebook today because of a post from six uh three months ago when we were raising money for the cusick family because what was the remember remember the family that we supported yes. and yes. raised one hundred fifteen thousand dollars because i shared that on facebook they said that i was supporting a domestic terrorist <gasps> that's breaking news by the way that happened this morning uh, this is the January 6th family. January 6th family. Pastor yeah, Pur Purple Heart was in the military, never committed a crime. He has three misdemeanors. Not He's not even fel felonies. Misdemeanors, and they're about to drop the case. And Facebook, they're not even guilty. They haven't had the case yet. How are you going to tell me that? Anyways, that's not what this we can I digress, go, right? We can yes, go into another story. Yeah. Jesus, have mercy. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Okay, I so know. let's get back to this whistleblower because we're about to connect this to the Veritas. Okay. We have this whistleblower that you follow the money. She is no part bipartisan. She really cares about the public, and she got into this because of the, the goodness of her heart. No, this is a Democratic operative. This is a person that has been planted. She is a funder. She has given to the, to the DNC. She has given to AOC. She also led the team to censor and shut down the New York Post story on Hunter Biden to influence the election. This is this person, okay? Well, it gets worse. The Free Beacon reported yesterday that a top Democrat operative is now advising, has been advising Francis the entire time. Guess the name of this person. His name is Bill Burton. He was the deputy press secretary for the Obama administration <laughs> when he was in office. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obama. <laughs> Dude, you can't make this crap up. So, I mean, this, let's step back and look at this. This is a pure, this is pure propaganda. This is a political actor and you have, you still have people from the Obama administration work. Cause we already know when, when, when Biden, he's talking, oh man, I'm going to get in trouble if I answer questions or, oh my gosh, they're really going to get mad at me. Am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do that? Who are you talking to Joe? Well, they Who? give him a list. They give him a list of people he's allowed to take questions from. And I'm actually really surprised. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm really no, no, surprised no. that they have that back and forth with Peter Ducey so often. Right? I know. I'm that, surprised. That is actually very true. He's the real MVP. He is. That is very true. Why? I'm, I'm very surprised that they, because again, it's not like they're, fo they're following like standards anymore. Like they are right. completely off. They've jumped off that ship. Um, I mean, they jumped off that ship the moment that they have now a studio across the street. Like when you're in the White House, why do you make a studio to make it look like the White House, but you're in the damn White House. Please make this. I don't understand it. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had a fake studio? <laughs> oh, my oh. God. You want to talk about insurrection? The place would have been burned down. Impeachment. Impeachment. Yeah, yeah we're going to impeach him again. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Trump did another phone call? Impeachment. Hold on. Oh my, oh my gosh! Trump had a rally, and then anyways, I'm not gonna get. Anyways, digress, digress. We're just we're off the we're off the rails today. So we have a Democrat operative acting like the, in the goodness of her heart that she wants to crack down on Facebook. Well, do you know what she's calling for? She's not calling. They're using the children. 
because majority of the conversation is the children and the girls and they're being used and they're being abused and children's mental health, which now I'm they care just, about now yeah, they now, care about them. Though. Right now they do. But yeah. then there's the back door. And this backdoor is censorship. What they are now, the reason for this is because they're all, they also talked about extremists, but they only talked about the extremists for a little bit, which we already know the DHS already categorized what the, who the extremists are. Those that oppose COVID mandates, those that think that the election was stolen. And now the FBI, what are they saying? School board, parents, we're not going to focus on the BLM writers and Antifa that destroyed our cities for the last three or four years. Let's focus on the parents because they're making the judges and the city council and the school board really, really nervous because yeah. with, with their signs, we have more possible ex- insurrectionists with these signs. Come on. Listen, it's right out of Xi Jinping's playbook. Uh, even if you're against the administration right now, you are an extremist. You cannot be against the the Joe Biden administration. And the fact that this is the most popular president in in history, but uh, college students finally woke up and they started to say, let's go, Brandon. I mean, this is great. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Let's go. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. I had that ready, bro. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages. I had to. I had this. So I had good. this. In, I had this in the queue from the last. Uh, the last episode. So I'm like, good. wait. He said, "Let's go, Brandon. Let's pull it up." Um, that's spontaneous, right there. Anyway, yeah. so okay. Let's continue going. We're, sorry, everyone. We're just no. I'm not sorry. We're just all over the place because there's so much to talk about. You have this damn whistleblower. We have. It's all connected to Josh and what what we're about to talk yes, about. Too. We're about so, to, yes, we're about to bring in Josh in about seven to ten minutes. Now let's talk about Project Veritas, and the reason why is because how many whistleblowers has James O'Keefe brought to the table? How many of them was on sixty Minutes or got oh. their day in front of Congress? <laughs> None. Any of them? No. They won't. We're conspiracy. He's a conspiracy theorist. But we have this one person, first whistleblower ever. And in three days, bro, Twitter verified 60 minute mainstream media show and speaking in front of Congress and now going to parliament. This is a complete ploy. And so, th- so then you have Project Veritas. We know the leaks. We already know what's happened recently. We have the HHS doctors. They said the vaccine is shit without knowing that they were recorded. The vaccine is shit. The VAERS reports, it takes too long. It takes like 40 minutes to do it. That's why we're not, sending, we're not making reports of all the bad uh, adverse effects that are happening with this vaccine. J&J said, we're not going to give this to our kids. Hell no, I would not give this to my children. The FDA said, hey, let's, we, let's let's, we got to basically become Germany Nazi with these unvaccinated people. We hate them. And then he had Pfizer. Two leaks in a row. First Pfizer, we had three scientists, not one, not two, not three. You know how many times people have come up to me, are you a scientist, Jordan? Are you a doctor? Have you dealt with this? Well, let's talk to three of the scientists that work for Pfizer that make the damn vaccine. What did they say? Natural immunity lasts longer than the vaccine. Quote. What well, else did not, they say? They're not ready what, to talk about that, though. Oh, no. Not, not at all. 
They have number two, scientist number two, there are more, there's more immunity in the antibodies than the vaccination. Now, this is actually the craziest thing that they said. They are breeding us to, they are breeding us to not say anything negative against the vaccine. You cannot, we, we are not, another thing they said, we are not allowed to talk about this in public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are the scientists from Pfizer that came out. Well, and, go ahead. Go ahead. And you and I had a conversation offline yesterday, and we said there's got to be a reason why these schools and these hospitals are mandating, yes. you know, fire departments, uh, maybe even any government schools, schools, uh, anything, do- hospitals. Yeah. And it just so happened, I'm telling you. Maybe an hour after our conversation, one of my followers sent me a video from an Illinois school board, and this woman was straight gangster, and she had what the exact down to the exact change of how much money the district was getting to mandate masks and vaccines for that school district, and if they went against the mandate orders, I, and I'm talking about billions of dollars for one county, okay? I got the Billion. numbers right here. You want me to say Oh, it? yes, please. For, so for one county, for one county, it was, because that was a small county, they got 5750000 The state of Illinois got $5,054,988,000 for the state of Illinois to implement only if they comply with the CDC. Correct. So we said, bingo, we just had this conversation. That's ding, 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 ding. Exact- That's exactly what's happening. And I would assume that that's what's happening in hospitals as well. One, you're on target. That's exactly what is happening here. This this is what's happening. It's all about money. It's not about, it's not about health anymore. It makes, tell me it makes sense when you have 30% of, of medical workers and medical professionals that we have praised and worshiped as heroes for the last year and a half. And then these hospitals just wipe them clean. 30% 30% Bro. Of them, boom. Bro, and, and we have Josh here, and this is this is a, a, a firefighter, okay? We have the city of Chicago implementing this on their police department, which might I add, after the BLM riots, most of these officers decided to, to take their retirement early because they're like, I'm dude, I'm done. Yep. You got you got the mayor of Chicago that's straight up putting pallets of bricks out during the BLM riots, and yep. these guys have PTSD because they're like, I, I can't do this. You want me to shoot or you don't want me to shoot? What do you want me to do? You want me to protect the city or not? So they're like, bye. So you're ready yep. short. Then you're mandating. Now, so, I mean, make it make sense, bro. I know. Well, we got another. We have one more. We're going to play this last recording. Um, Pfizer had another whistleblower last night, and this is a person that is very, very high up. And you haven't heard this yet, Anthony. Oh, I haven't heard this. Oh, I haven't heard this. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, this is going to confirm everything that we have been talking about. And this is, this is, he's got his coffee. And this is not coming from one of the peons of Pfizer. This, these are receipts coming from the executives. All All right. right. Here we go. Pfizer. 
I might skip through this because it is about three and a half, 40 minutes, four minutes long. Yeah. So I might be skipping through this. Here we go. I work at a pharmaceutical company. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Um, I just believe in research and science. Well, in this database, you came across a chain of emails discussing fetal tissue and the COVID vaccine. Vanessa Gelman, who works in Washington, D.C., is Senior Director of Worldwide Research. The question came up as an inquiry to our MedInfo group. They're asking, quote, did Pfizer make use of a cell line from an aborted fetus? They want you to leave out the highlighted part, which is the one or more cell lines with an origin that can be traced back to human fetal tissue has been used in laboratory tests associated with the vaccine program. And here we have your badge. You are an employee of Pfizer? I work at the McPherson, Kansas plant. Um, it's one of the biggest plants in the operation of Pfizer. We produce some of the most units. This message from Vanessa Gilman. From the perspective of corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cell lines floating out there. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit that we could see, particularly with general members of the public who may take this information and use it in ways we may not want it out there. We have not received any questions from policymakers oh or media on this issue in the last few weeks, so we want to avoid raising this if possible. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yo! <laughs> that, like... When, honestly, when I first heard that, I felt rage. Like, yeah, I because I, I knew got, it. I have chills, man. Yeah, like we have the confirmation from the executives. They we're talking the senior, the top scientists at Pfizer was like, "Hey, yeah. we can't put this; cannot get out." And quote, "We want to avoid." having the information on the fetal cells floating out to the public. We haven't had questions yet from the media or, or policymakers. We want to keep it that way, which this, all this is doing, one is confirming the conspiracies that they're not conspiracies. Number two, everything that, they, they, everything that these past three scientists said, they said, hey, they're not letting us say anything. I feel like I work for an evil company, quote, Mm -hmm. Our company is run by COVID money, quote, it is confirming everything that they just said. Why are they not on 60 Minutes? Why well, is she not on 60 Minutes? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something, too. Uh, you, can't, you can't really rely on the Republicans either because they're, yeah. they're not fighting hard enough. Yeah. Okay? Because I guarantee that if we had AOCs on the other side and all those – the squad and all this trash crap that fought for these liberals like we did in the Republican side, then maybe they would end up on 60 Minutes. Yep. They don't push us hard. We got too many rhinos. That's why. Yep. Sorry. No, you're 100% you're right. Now, hopefully when we get back to the house, we're about to bring Josh on here in a second because this, I mean, these mandates were being forced. Guys like Josh are now saying, hey, you have to take this jab, this vaccine that has they are using abortions and getting fetal tissue from and, and putting it in the vaccination. His religious exemption gets denied. And now, because he is not forced to inject this into his bloodstream, you're fired. No unemployment. No pension. You're screwed. We are going to ruin your life. But we're not forcing you. <laughs> we're not forcing you to this do this, This is ridiculous. Though. This is ridiculous. So, we got Josh here. Um, I'm going to just play the Fauci recording later, but we have Josh, 40 years old, married, 
four incredible kids, 14, 11, 9, and 7. He's a firefighter paramedic with Beverly Hills Fire Department for almost 11 years. 11 years. Josh, it's great to have you on the show, brother. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me share my story. It's crazy. And like you said, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. And and I'm sure that millions of people feel the same as us. Like we, we appreciate everything that you do out there. I know it's 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 a rough job, but I know a lot of you guys feel that it's a, re- a rewarding job as well. So so when when were these mandates in Beverly Hills? Um, when did that deadline hit? It hit October 1st. So midnight of October 1st, um, they started, you know, shuffling players at that point. Um, and I talked about it a little bit earlier this week, but, um, when that mandate came down, we heard about it back in the beginning of August, they said by October 1st, you can either be vaccinated, you have to be vaccinated or you have to have one of two carve outs, which is a religious exemption or a medical exemption. And we were even told by the chief at the time, the fire chief of the department, he said, I got off the phone with County. Um, they said, you, you only get a religious exemption if you're Dutch reformist or you belong to the church of science. And we all kind of sat there dumbfounded. We didn't know what those were, Um, you know, come to find out later that neither one of those things were true, obviously. Um, So the whole time we were asking, like, what's the process for this thing? How are we going to get these exemptions across? Is there a process? And we kept asking, too, what's the policy? I mean, firefighters, we always operate by some kind of policy or procedure. And paramedics, we have our protocols. So it's like we're very, you know, paramilitaristic. We have orders. So what are the orders? Um, and what happens if we don't comply by the first? What are you guys going to do? We never got any answers. Um, so when you fast forward and get to the first, uh, you know, basically that night we had already gone through a process that they gave us of submitting religious exemptions, um, which was their form. And then with the form, they subjected us to interrogations. So they sat us down in a meeting. I sat on a Zoom meeting with the head of HR who sat in her house the whole pandemic with the litigator <laughs> that they brought out. And then we had our association attorney. And in there, you know, she, I asked in the beginning, I was like, hey, I'd, I'd like to know what kind of criteria you guys are using. And for me, it was a very uncomfortable situation. I definitely felt like I was answering questions under duress. And I knew that it would lead to disciplinary action of some kind. And so I asked them, what criteria are you using to determine whether my exception or my exemption is going to be accepted or denied? And the litigator kind of smiles and just says, Oh, no criteria. We're just having a discussion because we want to determine what about your religious belief prevents you from taking the vaccine. That, that, so that's that's this, none of their business. Right? Th- this isn't about law anymore. This isn't about policy. This isn't about health. And, and this is the issue in the first place. They have been using this country, the, not even this country, these political um, communists. I'm just going to say it because that's exactly what it is. They are using these emergency measures to break the law. That's what they're doing. They're using the name of emergency to break the law and not have to follow the Constitution. And you have now yourself that submitted a religious exemption. The fact that they're not honoring that is against the Constitution itself. Um, and it, dude, this this entire thing is absolutely heartbreaking. So you submit the, I mean, and again, more than that, I mean, you you were working. Were you sitting in your comfortable living room office working on Zoom like like she was this 
while during this pandemic, or were you out in the streets still working and saving lives? We were all out there. We were still doing the thing that we love to do. Like you said, firefighters are very prideful in what we do. We love what we do. We love to serve. And we realize like what position we're in. We know that it's an honorable job. It's uh, you know held in high esteem. So we always try to uphold that with, you know, and keep a good reputation. So we always showed up. Me and, you know, none of my coworkers there ever called in sick out of fear. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't ever, you know, just sit on the couch and think, you know, tell my wife, like, I'm just too afraid to go in there. I, I can't do this. We always went. And I remember my first encounter with my first call. It was very early of this thing. And they're talking about which countries. And with Ebola, they did this too. You'd ask patients like, hey, what country have you traveled recently in the last 14 days? Where did you travel from? So we asked this one patient and he traveled from Lebanon, which was in the in the region in the time in the early days. It wasn't a listed country. But the whole crew, we talked about it on the way to the call. We talked about what PPE we were going to wear. And we wanted to gown up and protect ourselves because we didn't know what this thing was going to do. Right. We thought if we contracted it, you know, we'd, you know, start coughing up blood and die. I mean, like we had no idea what this thing was going to do to us, you know. But then you get to now and we've lived through it. I've gotten it myself. A lot of my coworkers have already contracted it. And everything else we know that is coming out, it just doesn't. Well, I mean, you have Pfizer, the Pfizer scientists themselves, a week and yeah. a half ago when they were being secretly recorded, they literally said, you had COVID, right, Josh? Yeah. So yeah. you have natural yeah. immunity. By the way, your natural immunity based off the scientists, let's follow the science. The scientists are saying, I would rather have natural immunity. It's long, it's longer yeah. lasting and it's stronger than the freaking vaccine. But you're not recording this, right? Because if they knew this, I would lose my job. I've signed an NDA. <laughs> I've signed an NDA. I'm not allowed to talk about this. I have to make sure that I still can get paid so that even, even in the midst, even if it results that Josh is fired a hero. I mean, Anthony, do you remember when this virus started happening in February? Yeah. Like the, like the NBA shuts clear down. Is there. Yeah, clear as day. Yeah. <laughs> clear as the NCAA shuts down. They didn't have March Madness. The world, I'm watching videos. Like, I remember I'm calling my friends, like, yo, what the heck is this virus? What is going Then we start seeing all this propaganda. Remember, like, China, and there's like guys in all these suits, and they're having all these, it looks like fire, like the, yeah. what, what do you call those things? Like smoke coming out. Yeah. Um, and, and people are falling to the floor, and they're, they're out, and they're dead, they're dying. And now, we're rushing to the grocery store, rushing to Walmart, Target. We're fighting over hand sanitizer. We're fighting over soap. We're fighting over toilet paper. That's what the public's doing. And then we're hiding in our houses because we're scared of each other. And then you have Josh, 911 phone call. Where's Josh? Yeah. And I, would, and, and I just have to assume that Beverly Hills is probably a pretty busy... Um, station right i mean you guys kind of have more so than like a suburb like a small yeah, suburb yeah yeah absolutely uh, we're no la city like downtown you know skid row uh, yeah the yeah. amount of calls we have a good population and um yeah we, we do get a lot of you know yeah because i watched the show 911. it's the <laughs> la the la one um and i love that show anyways but um so how many so i'm going to ask you two questions sure. so go hand in hand so my first question is you said that you've gotten it and then you said that some of the uh your colleagues have gotten it so how many people would you say how many firefighters have gotten COVID during this time period before all the mandates went into effect? Um, so we have uh, 81 sworn personnel at the department. 
Um, and I, it's hard to say exactly how many. Um, I tried to figure this out the other day by counting. And, uh, you know, the way we would look at it is, hey, the guys that went off on COVID leave. So we would get COVID time off like most people. HR mm-hmm. would call us, you know, hey, what are your symptoms? Did you test positive? And um, there's probably, I would say, more than a third of the department probably contracted COVID at some point. Um, you know, we had uh, a couple individuals that, that were hospitalized, but everyone recovered and uh, we're all back at work. I mean, yeah, um, you know, we, we were there still still working and, and we faced this thing. So, yeah. And then so with that being said, now we're at the mandate point. Uh, you've put in your exemption. Uh, you've put in for an exemption. They denied it, obviously. How many other of your fellow firefighters are also in the same boat as you in your same station? So uh, there was 25 exemptions submitted originally. Five of them were medical. Um, 14 of the religious ones were accepted, and then they ended up denying six for whatever reason. There oh, was so no, they did accept. They did accept some. They accepted 14, but with a 30-day time limit. So I don't uh, know what that means. They're going to be reevaluated in 30 days, and I have bye. I have an idea of what's going to happen with this based on what they're doing to these guys right now, and I'll tell you. But there were six that were denied. Uh, again, no justification, no reason. And then I was the only one. I told them, no, uh, I'm not going to go out and get it. The other guys, you know, nothing but respect for these guys. Very, very, uh, very difficult decision that they had to make between them and God and their family. And, you know, they went out and took it under duress. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're there uh, working. Um, but I said no. And then Friday night, uh, I got a letter saying I'm going to put on leave without pay, and there is no due process. I'm entitled to a Skelly hearing. We have a firefighter bill of rights, just like the police bill of rights, that they are supposed to follow, preceding any kind of disciplinary action. I mean, if I if I were to show up to the station drunk a week ago, they'd say, "Oh, Josh, you got to you got to go home," and then they would find all the facts. I would have a hearing, and then they would determine from the hearing what my you know, what my punishment would be, whether it's termination or leave without pay. But until that point, I'm paid with leave. Right. Administrative leave. So as I didn't even get that. And and I'm wow. just sitting here at home. And at some point, I'm just waiting for that termination letter. Because if they re-interview and ask me if I want to be vaccinated now, because they're trying to squeeze me, the answer is still no. I'm not going to change my mind. Right. So, Jordan, do you think that uh, from what I, it sounds like to me is so there's 30 days for the other uh, firefighters to be evaluated or whatever their exemptions, six of them let go automatically denied. Is it because they can afford to let six go right now and the station's going to be fine? <laughs> and then in 30 days, they're going to be like, well, let's see if the government's going to come in and be like, oh, we're going to send some military firefighters over to help you guys out. You could get rid of the rest. Like, I, I feel like that might be what the deal is here nationwide. Am I, am I off? Well, and I, I think also the, the other thing is they don't want to get as much pushback. I mean, you, you, you give once, it, yeah. you give 11, 12 firefighters at one time in one, in one County or one station. Now you're going to have a lot of people speaking out where if you just do three or four, Josh and a couple others, Oh, that's Let just a triple. couple. It's, yeah. yeah. But we approve. And as well to also, they can also say, well, we denied Josh's, but we, we, we have six others that we yeah. actually approved. So it's kind of, they're kind so of, so it's fake as, news. It's, it's fake news. It's, it, yeah. yeah. They're using it as a scapegoat to get around. But again, more than anything, guys, you got to follow the money and the story that Anthony, that you brought up earlier with the CDC, with the school district in the state of Illinois, over $5 billion. And one of the things that she said in this interview, this parent, 
that she goes, where's, because she said, so you guys, she's talking to the school board or the, the city supervisors. So you guys got $5.7 million. And he goes, if what? And the guy answers, if we comply. Imply, comply with what? The COVID mandates. Okay, so you guys got paid and in exchange for our children have to be masked. And we have to go through this crap. What happened to the $5.7 million? Whose pockets is it in? Silence. Why yeah. do the sidewalks still look the same way? Yeah. Why do the schools still look like crap? Where did the money go? And so if you think that Josh and his team and the guys and, and the nurses across the country, the doctors, the physicians, the firefighters, the policemen, the, the um, teachers, we can list, we can list a, a lot of them. If you think that they are being, they have gone from hero to fired just because they, these people genuinely believe that this vaccine is going to save lives and this is about health, you are so naive and dumb. Because yeah. we know what this is about. This is about money. They're getting paid. The CDC is forking out millions and billions of dollars to states in exchange. Why? Because follow CDC, you got the Great Reset. You got yeah. globalism. That's where this is all headed. They are trying, they are trying to shut down the United States economy. And well, and I, I don't, I, I don't only think it's the United States, bro. I think it's worldwide. Well, it's I worldwide. Think You're right. Yeah, it's in cahoots. They're in cahoots. But they can't, you can't go worldwide unless the, the U.S. complies. Correct. Yeah. And that's why they, they know. That's why they're, I mean, look, the two biggest nations under attack right now in this entire thing is Australia and the United States. And well, Australia. And Canada. Is, and, well, and Canada. And they're, and they're just all folding. So, oh my goodness. Josh, so what's, what's your plans, man? Um. Like what, what's your, I mean, I know you guys, you've been hitting the streets. This is how I found you. I had, yeah. I probably had 15 yeah, people send me your story. Like you got to get this Josh guy on. You got to get yeah. this Josh guy on. So are you on story- Instagram? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. It's uh J sat J S A T T three zero. Please check me out. Check out my page. I'm trying to expose what they're doing. They're, uh, they're segregating these guys. They're not letting them respond to calls. So they're, they're creating more of a danger for the community there in Beverly Hills. And this is going to trickle out to L.A. City and L.A. County here very soon. All the all the fire departments in this area and then, and then California, who knows where else, you know. Um, but they're not letting them respond to calls. They, they've been quarantined and put onto a, a truck that doesn't run any EMS calls. And in wow. the fire service, probably 80 to 90 percent of our 911 calls are EMS related. So it's just really bad policy. And and I even have an email that I'm, I'm looking to put out here soon from um, management basically saying outside forces are influencing how we're operating procedures. We have Oof. fire chiefs with hundreds of hours of training experience that are hired to call the shots and outside forces or influences are telling them what to do. It doesn't make any sense and it's completely dangerous for the community. None of us want that. These firefighters want to work, um, but they're just being sidelined. And in my idea uh, is what what is going to happen is that at the end of this in 30 days they're going to go back and say look we try to accommodate these guys we have yeah. we've given them everything we can and now it's just too much of a burden they're they're a cost they're a burden we're going to have to remove their exemptions put the guys in the position that I'm in now squeeze them not everyone has trades not everyone has something to fall back on so like what it, what are they going to do they want to provide for their families you know right. um, and so they're stuck in this very difficult position and the whole time they've been saying oh we, our hands are tied we just want to obey what the county mandate says well the, the county mandate is very clear. You wear a mask, you take a test, and you go back to work. And you keep doing what we've been doing. I mean, there's no difference between September 30th 
and October 1st, right? I mean, at midnight, they made these changes and they were shuffling people around at midnight. Wow. I mean, it's so crazy. Can, yeah. Anthony, Anthony crazy. Can, can you get COVID? Someone that's vaccinated, can you get COVID? Yeah. Someone that's vaccinated, can you die from COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Someone that's vaccinated, can you transmit it? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Then why the hell is this about the vaccine and at least not about a test? Like, find out. Yo, show up. I don't like at least go with like, hey, let's take a test until we get through this pandemic, whatever the hell they want to say. Why don't they like that to me makes more sense. I can yeah, go with that. Sure, I can like, sure. OK, fine. You want me to submit a test every single damn week? OK, fine. And I'll quarantine myself for the three days in the station while I mean, again, that's still pushing it. Anthony's like, Anthony's like, no, <laughs> F it all. I'm just trying to figure out. And this is not to like downplay our frontline workers but it like trickles down to like even our our retail employees coming up on holiday season like these these you know walmart and target and like best buy and all these big places are going to put these mandates in effect in in a job market that's already searching and pleading for people to work right before our holiday season like what do people think is going to happen to all of those televisions and stereo systems i don't know i'm I'm an 80s 90s kid so i mean like i'm I'm (laughs) I'm, like trying not to say like radios and stuff (laughs) radio shows um, <laughs> Radio, <laughs> Radio Shack. And do, uh, they, do they even have Best Buy? Or K, uh, K, no, not Kmart. Well, there is Kmart too. Uh, KB Circuit Toys? City. Circuit oh, yeah, City. Circuit City. And Toys so R like, Us. <laughs> what's going to happen? What, you know, my, th- why? Why? Yeah. What, what? And it's all, it's all because they also are going to make money from the inflation that we're yeah. already seeing in all of our – right now we're seeing it in food products, but wait until holiday season. And, and here's something that I had actually seen on Tucker Carlson maybe about a week ago. He, he touched base on this. Uh, what these companies are going to do is they're going to get into a they're going to they're in between a rock and a hard place right now right so now they're they're actually asking the government to be like listen like you got to let the holidays pass for us to put these mandates in order cuz we are going to be screwed yep come november yep and i feel like it's the calm before the storm, and I feel like we just have to hold the line a little bit longer because once we start seeing it in our in our police districts and our fire departments and our frontline work and our uh, healthcare workers and, and that kind of stuff, then and I know it sucks, guys, because that's like, oh my god, well then it's too late. Well, yeah, but then that puts a lot of pressure now on these different yeah. professions to be like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, we need help. I got to bring my guys back. Yeah. Am I wrong? I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like. Well, there, there is hope in this throughout this entire process. And um, first of all, there's an organization that we had because, you know, this the reason why we have Josh on today. We're doing a series this whole week. We, we're dedicating every live on Instagram, our podcast, and we're doing a series called Hero to Fired. And um, but at the end of every single live, what we, we started doing two nights ago, where we are now having a solution at the end. And so Tuesday night's live, uh, we had a lawyer that come on from Free Oregon, and he is doing a huge class action lawsuit. Uh, that was the night that Josh was on, which was incredible. 
Um, nice. And it was really encouraging to hear because they're making a lot of great progress. Well, last night we had a new company that just um, came around and called redballoon.work. That's the website, redballoon.work. Um, and this company has been on... I, well, just like Josh's story, I was sent, everyone's DMing, check out this new company, got a hold, talked to their team, and this is the organization that is connecting employers with now fired employees or employees, um, and these employers have sworn and a signed statement that they will, they are freedom-loving, non-woke companies, and that they have vowed that they will never require the mandate at their organization. So since they have launched earlier this year, they have now over 550 employers, hmm. and it is growing like crazy now. Fox just had them on three times this week. Uh, they were on the morning show. They're on Fox Business. So we had, So if you are listening, like for instance, Josh, and you have people that are listening, you might, uh, might be at jobless right now because of the mandates. Go to redballoon.work and see um, any of the job openings you can definitely submit. And they're doing this whole month. They're doing it for free. They're not, charging it. they're not even charging the employer. So if you own a business, if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, you own a business, you're looking to hire, but you want to hire patriots and people that are not complying with this tyranny, or you want to help out a family member or a fr a fr someone that did not comply and you want to first offer them a job, Go to redballoon.work and apply. They're not even going to charge you to find the employees for this entire month because great. they know that there's a huge need and they want to be a part of the solution. That's great. And uh, that's, the good, that's some good news. Some other good news um, that I believe what's going to happen is you got to think. Right now, the Democrats run this com these committee meetings. They have the White House. They can do executive orders. When we get the House and the Senate in 2022, which I really believe we will, Praying to God that we don't have any crazy-ass fraud. But we get 2022, we win the House and the Senate back. We get the committees again. And we are going to subpoena the hell out of all of these tyrannical po politicians. And, yeah. and that is my hope because you do have – I do believe in the Jim Jordans. I do believe – and again, oh, yeah. this, this is what always ends up happening. It's just this – it always swings left and right. And so when we get back, it's the, what's going to be tough is this next year. This next year is going to be hell for the Joshes. It's going to be tough for the, for the doctors. It is. It's, it's going to be tough because you're going to be battling. But I do believe that we will end up winning this because the Constitution will end up, is that document that we can go back to. That, um, and I believe, I believe that. So that is my hope, is that following next year we will have, we will, um, we're going to see a lot of these mandates lift, um, especially 2024. Hopefully we get this White House back and you'll see all these executive, executive orders gone in a moment. Mm -hmm. um, that is my hope. Um, but before we let Josh go, wrap this thing up. Josh, um, one, what do you want to say to someone? They're in this position right now, some, similar to you. They haven't been fired yet. I got one email today. They got the religious, they, you know, I've been talking about their religious exemption. It got denied today. So she just had this moment that you probably had a week ago or so. But the people that are in this position where should I get the vaccine? Should I not? I mean, this, I mean what, what is your encouragement and your, uh, what would you say to that person that's, that's listening? Well, <clears throat> I had many of these conversations with a lot of my coworkers and I often just said, reverb, you know, uh, go back to prayer. Pray, pray about it and see how you feel about it. Um, I know that there is peace in doing the right thing. I have peace in my future. Whatever that holds, I, I don't know. 
like we talked about the other night. It helps I have a backup plan and I have skills to fall back on. But without that still, as I have faith, I know that God's going to bless us and take care of us. Um, but that when you're doing the right thing, I, I mean, <laughs> you can you can sleep peacefully at night knowing what you have done. You can stand proudly against uh, yeah. and and uh, they can't take that away from you. They can't force that away from you, you know, and that's yours to hold on to. Uh, forever and that you know they can't encroach on that um so just hold the line i tell these guys hold the line be brave yeah. be strong um you know they're definitely causing an awakening right uh, an awakening right now there is a righteous anger that is happening with a lot of people that are reaching out to me and expressing that to me and i think yeah. that's good that's what we need we we don't need the rhinos we need the people that are going to just do the righteous you know anger that's what we need right now yep um so I, they can do it, you know. I they can do, if I can do it, anybody can do it. I'm just a regular guy from California, and and, and uh, you know I have faith. But if I can do it, they can do it. Come on, no, that's, yeah, that's so good. Anthony, you got any uh anything to say, Josh? Before we wrap this thing up. Yeah, I look. I I agree with you. I've gotten you know more in touch with faith too. Uh, it just is in this last year or so. I believe that if you, you know, pray. He'll always come through, uh, but we—you will forever be our heroes. Um, come on, n- never, never less. Always, always more. So, I'm glad we got to have you on, and you—you you can forever reach out to us if you need anything. We will connect you with anybody you want. I just followed you on Instagram. You want to shout out your Instagram real quick again, yes, just in please. case. Sure, it's uh, JSAT30. So J S A T T thirty. Yeah, hit me up. I'd love to come and talk anywhere I can. Um, you know, first responders were there for you all the time. And in this situation, I'm not going to back down or turn away. I feel like I'm needed more now uh, than any, you know, 911 call I've ever been on. Um, and this is important. So please reach out. Uh, I'm, and, you know, I'll talk to whoever, wherever. I don't care. I just want people to know where we stand and what's happening to us. Yeah, and so I want good. people to remember too, you know, th- these men and women and uh, that were your nurses, doctors, firefighters, uh, police officers that are getting laid off. Uh, when you drop down uh, from a heart attack at an airport, guess who's running to the front of the crowd to help you? These wow. men and women. Come on. Okay. So um, that's, that's who you're going to need out there. And so th- that's why they're forever our heroes. Because I wouldn't know what to do if you dropped that. I would try to help. But I know Josh would know what to do, right? <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Um, no, we, we, need, we, we need more people like Josh. And, I mean, we need more people like Angela. Last night, you know, we, we posted – she was on our podcast on Wednesday where she recorded the phone call. And she had the courage to do it. And she had courage to look tyranny in the eye and call it out for what it is and, the, it rec- and recorded it. Good. And we need, like, we need, the reason why we need this, because I've talked to a lot of people, I've had probably over 100 people submit their stories, and maybe 5% of them are willing to come on, and, and I get it, I understand, it's, people are going through a lot of emotions, they're scared, they're scared of trolls, but guys, we need to start realizing that we are at war. We are. We're, we, you don't negotiate with tyranny, you don't process tyranny, you look at it straight in the face, and you call it out and expose it. And so I encourage every single person that's listening right now, if you are in a, in a place where you might be one or two weeks, but one or two weeks behind where Josh is right now, where you might not officially be let on unpaid leave or you're not fired yet or your religious exemption is not, has not officially been denied yet, 
Have your phone ready and record every conversation because there are millions of people that need to hear it and they want to support. Yes. And courage is what it, we need. Our, we need I, we need courage. We need people that are going to speak out and expose this bullshit. Yes. It's what we Ooh, need. I know. It's the first it's, time I heard Jordan doesn't really <laughs> swear. So that was. When it comes to communism, dude, um, I, I, I honestly would. I, 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 if you're love looking it. at Roma right now, I'm giving a little nice little bird to communism. because Jordan's I, taught me not to swear as much. Just so you know. <laughs> so for him to swear, I'm like, ooh, okay. Uh, dude, you don't, you don't negotiate with top communism. But Josh, thanks for, for being on tonight. Conservative Aunt Anthony. Uh, always, you can all, you, you can follow him on Instagram. Everything conservative and um, and for everyone that's li- listening, don't forget speaktruthwithoutfear.com. We will love. We just launched our community platform. We're in soft launch now, so make sure go to the website if you want to be a part of our community. Be a, we're about to launch our Constitution 101 class that we're starting next week. We're going to be doing it as a community together every single week. Go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Click the community red community button at the top and hit community recap. I give you a nice little tour of the platform. And as well, listen, there's no ads on this. We don't give you any – no ads, no commercials, none of that bull crap. I'm going to say bullshit since I already said it once. I might as well just get <laughs> right. it all out now. None of that bullshit. <laughs> uh, um, we don't do Let's any ads. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Brandon. Um, and with that being said, no ads. So, again, leave us a review. You know, that's one thing that you can do. Make sure you share the podcast, and uh, we appreciate it. And with that being said, we'll just end with some let's go, Brandon. We'll see you next week on Wednesday. As you can hear the chants from the Let's end with this. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn? Let's go, Brandon.